Good morning, Lighties. Good morning, friends. I'd like to welcome you to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. I believe that this is the day that the Lord has made. We'll go straight into the Word of God, and the topic for today is a life of surrender. Our friends, we are living in challenging times. Uh, we sometimes go through things that are beyond us, things that um, you and me cannot control. But the good news is that we can always depend on God. And doing that means we surrender our lives, we surrender our thought life, our actions, and just about everything to God. So we'll be looking into the scriptures and see if we can learn some simple but powerful lessons of how we can live a life of surrender. We'll go straight into the Word of God, and we'll, our first read is from the book of Psalms. Chapter 37, verse 5 to 7. And verse 5 reads as follows. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him. And he will do this. And verse 6 tells us what he will do. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. Your vindication like the noonday sun. Verse 7, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their words, when they carry out their wicked schemes. So friends, a time comes when we have to do something about something. And as Christians, sometimes when we are faced with a challenge, there are many things, we have many options, or there are many things that we are tempted to do. One of the things that we might do, we might choose to shrink back in the face of challenges. And these challenges, friends, might be something to do with your health, something to do with family, uh, it might be finances, uh, lack of finances, it might be something to do with uh, our country, the economy, and many challenges that we might be facing uh, as individuals, as families, and as a nation. And it's very easy just to shrink back, you know, in the face of challenges. The other thing that we might be tempted to do is to uh, make declarations, you know, and, and uh, uh, claims, shout claims to God and you know, as Christians, sometimes we are very good at uh, making declarations. You know, we declare and we claim and, and we do all sorts of things in the face of challenges. But the psalmist uh, shows us another way, which I believe is a godly way. He says, commit your way to the Lord. That's the first thing. Commit your way to the Lord. So everything that I might be going through, everything that you might be going through, the psalmist he says commit your way to the Lord the second thing that I see in that uh, scripture is that the psalmist says trust in him and verse 6 calls the committing and the trusting as righteous acts because he says he will make your righteous Reward shine like the dawn. 
So when we commit our ways to God and we trust him, that is considered as righteous acts. And verse 7 adds something. It says, be still before the Lord. And that is also very hard. It's very hard to be still in the face of challenges because we always feel like we have to do something. And when the Bible says, be still, it's not saying if, say, you are looking for work, the Bible is not saying go and sleep. But the Bible is saying rest in God. In other words, trust that God is able to lead you as we will see in scriptures. So the Bible is not saying go and sleep, but the Bible is saying rest in God. So you commit your ways to God, you trust him, and then you rest in him. Praise God. And that leads us to the promise in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 28. So the key things that we see there is to commit, to be still, and to trust him. And when we do that, Romans says, in verse 28, the Bible says, And we know that in all things, and all things means all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Who have been called according to his purpose and I want to believe that you and me have been called according to the purpose of God so if we trust him we commit our ways to him we rest in him that in itself shows that we know that in all things God works for the good in fact you can't do the committing and the trusting and the resting in him if you don't know that God, uh, if we don't know that God works out everything for good for those that love him. It takes someone that knows, Romans 8 verse 28, to commit, to rest, and to be still. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to, in the face of challenges, is learning to ask God for specific guidance. Because sometimes we, I think we get confused. I do get confused. You know, sometimes we, we have a tendency of just taking everything and lumping it together. But sometimes we have to be specific. If something is troubling you, you're going through it, if it's unemployment, if it's lack of finances, you can go to God and say, God, can we talk about this? And we'll see that in scripture. So in Psalms 25, verse 4 to 5, the Bible says, Show me your words, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God my Savior and my hope is in you all day long. Praise God. Last Sunday we heard Nick preached, Nikki preached about the truth of God and our truth. Because sometimes our truth is not always the truth. Because sometimes, as we heard on Sunday, we can allow our circumstances and the challenges to shape the way we view God and the way we view the capabilities of God. So the psalmist knew that. And he comes to God and says, show me your words. And it's very important, friends, to remind ourselves that our ways are not always the ways of God. That in itself raises faith in us. 
Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth. And teach me, for you are God, my Savior. So friends, God is always willing to do that. The question is, we must be willing to do the things that God is showing us. We must be willing to walk into the path that God is showing us. In other words, God wants to show us the path. God is willing to teach us his truth so that when we look at issues and circumstances, we look at them from the angle uh, that God is looking at the things that we are dealing with. Like I said, it could be health, it could be many things, but God has something to say about the things that you might be going through, about the challenges and the things that I might, I might be going through. But it's for me to go to him and say, teach me and show me your path. Praise God. The other thing that we need to do, friends, is to have a childlike mindset. And Proverbs chapter 3, the 6 to 7, says the following. In all your words, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. It's more similar to what the psalmist is saying, to commit, to submit. So it's the word of God giving testimony to the word of God, and it will make your path straight. Because friends, sometimes our paths can be crooked, and sometimes we don't even realize that our paths are crooked. Yet we expect to find the answers. And God is saying, no, your path is not straight. So the Bible says, submit to him. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. So friends, the moment we come to a place where we feel we can do it on our own, we can do life without God. That borders on arrogance and it means we don't need God. But the moment we realize that as children need their parents, then we will come to God and submit to him so that God can help us. So I want to encourage you that as we begin the week, take a pen, take a paper, and write down some of the issues. As I'm speaking to you, I know some of the issues that I need to write down. And just go before God and say, God, this is your son. Jais, this is your son, this is your daughter, and I need your guidance on the following. I, I, I would like to submit the following to you and just to, to talk to God about issues. In fact, challenges are great opportunities for us to come to the Father and just talk to the Father about them. Like I said, we can choose to shrink, we can choose to find our own ways, we can choose to make declarations, but as we see from the Word of God, there are better ways of coming to the Father and talking to the Father about the things that we are doing, about the things that we, we might be dealing with. And in conclusion, that leads me to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 9 to 12. And this is a very common scripture. And this is Jesus himself teaching the disciples of how to deal with the issues or the challenges. And in verse 9, the Bible says, This then is how you should pray. In prayer, we know prayer is talking to God. 
our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. So friends, sometimes things become bigger because we have a tendency of lumping everything together. But Jesus, in teaching the disciples, he wanted them to take each day at a time. God, this is your son. This is your daughter. You know I've been unemployed. I don't have a job. You know today we don't have food. And just take God and just chat to God about certain issues. So it's not about making bigger declarations. It's just about coming to God on a day-to-day -day basis and say, God, I'm struggling with this. And sometimes it could be sin. And God, I'm struggling with this. Can you please help me? God, I'm struggling. We don't have food to eat. Please provide us with our daily bread. So it's something that we need to do on a day-to-day -day basis, asking God to show us the way every day to submit to him, to commit to God every day. And friends, as we do that, we, we come or we position ourselves in a mode where we live a life of surrender to God. And the moment we do that, God takes charge and we begin to see the hand of God working in our lives. I want to say God bless you. And I want to say uh, that remember to take that pen and the paper, write certain things and go through those things with God and say, please help me here. Please help me here. And I want to say to you, God richly bless you and have a nice week. Thank you so much.